are back with another episode of Barbie Does Dating. I am your host, Barbie Berg, with my co-host, Steve Solberg. Hey, thanks for having me again. Anytime, Steve. We love you. And the bearer of sage wisdom, <laughs> Mr. Nick Galletti. I'm going to start getting comfortable with that. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and accept it. Well, so far, we're just waiting for you to prove us wrong, and you haven't yet. You're kind. I know. I am kind. It's one of my better features. (laughs) Let's talk about how wonderful I am. Um, So this episode, yes, Steve, nod. That sounds great. Let's just have a whole episode devoted to that. Feeling good. (laughs) So this episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about one of my pet peeves, but we're going to roll it into something else. So one of the things that I hear a lot with mid-singles is women call men creepy a lot. And I actually have a problem with it because guys, I think women don't realize how hard it is to put yourself out there and to have such a high risk of getting rejected and not just being rejected, but rejected in a mocking way, even though I mock a lot of people. Hopefully they know I still would, you know, give them a hug or something. But um, so we, I kind of wanted to talk about the difference between romantic and creepy. Any initial thoughts, boys? I mean, the joke always initially is if you're attracted to them. Yep. That's what the difference is. And Um, it's absolutely true. And it is. Uh, I think it's interesting because I I know lots. I don't know why I always say it's interesting. That's my (laughs) um. Because you are. It's interesting about what I'm about to say. Uh, That's ridiculous. Barbie's kind and you're interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Please validate us. Exactly. I think that, uh, like, we do tend to put people into those categories based off of what we immediately judge. Mm-hmm. And and it's a huge bummer because when you do that, you don't realize that you're also playing into your own... You're, you're, it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy mm-hmm. where you're like, they're creepy. So then you start treating them in a way that you would treat a creepy guy. Yeah. And so then whatever they do is just going to... Feed your sustained. little rude thought about them. Yeah. It's sustained. Yeah. <laughs> Please raise your right hand. No, yeah, I no, said I'm... it's a stain. Oh, it's a stain. Oh, it's a stain, stain on the way you see oh. them. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I will yeah. articulate very more. different. <laughs> it is a stain. And it is sustained. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. By you. Amen. Mm-hmm. We both agree. But it's true because as soon as you kind of make that judgment about someone, most of the time you're not going to change your mind or you're going to look for reasons to confirm that. Well, how would someone become uncreepy? How do you reverse that? You can't really erase creepy. But they might not be creepy, though. You know, It might be that you are forcing them into sure. uh, mm-hmm. a creepy behavior. Now, But I'm saying that's a pretty permanent thing. I don't know anybody that becomes uncreepy in someone's has eyes. Has changed their mind, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know some... Like, I talk about my sister and her husband a lot. When she first met my now brother-in-law, she thought he was mean because I guess he had just, like, come home. He was working two or three jobs and going to school. He was just – he was really, really busy, and so he came home, and she was hanging out with people at his apartment, and I guess he, like, didn't say anything or grunted at everyone and went inside and went to his room, and she was like, he's mean. I don't like him. Oh, now they're married for 24 years. (laughs) Um, But I think it is – there is the joke of the difference between – Creepy and romantic is if you were attracted to the person. Because I was reading online last night, again, preparing for my lesson. (laughs) I was reading a lot of things online, but it said, you know, if Brad Pitt standing outside your window 
playing a song, it's romantic and wonderful. But if it's kind of a regular guy you're not interested in, he's a creeper and I'm calling the cops. So Don't you love how Brad Pitt's always like the standard of <laughs> hot for guys? He is. Yeah, there's nobody <laughs> he is, better. He is delightful. <laughs> he's delightful. He's delightful. He's a little bit of eye candy there. I don't care how crazy he is. He's kind of nice. See, there you go. I don't care how crazy no, he is. Yeah. I'm not going to so date hot. the guy. Clearly, well, of course he not, is. because it's out of the realm of possibility. Clearly, but. he is asking to date me. He is <laughs> constantly. He's like, hey, girl, who has wet hair and no makeup on, sitting in the kill room doing a podcast. The Let's hang room. out. The murder, murder room. room. Come on. Um, Get it right. So I'm sure you guys have all seen this, but it's one of my favorites. And it says, Fifty Shades of Grey is only romantic because he's a billionaire. If he lived in a trailer park, it would be an episode of Criminal Minds. Absolutely. Which is absolutely true. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's just all about perspective. Have but, you done anything that you know is just like objectively creepy, though? Because everybody, oh. I think, dips into objectively creepy at some point. Oh, I am one of the weirdest people you'll ever meet. Weird's different. Weird's different. I mean, like you have passed the boundaries of good form. Like yes, I mean, for I think I definitely have. I'm I mean, sure I know I have. everybody has. Yeah. If you're a, if you're like a, okay, now I'm getting a thing. But it, <laughs> he's going for the sexy garbled voice. Hey, 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 Marble man. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. You like creepy? <laughs> Let me tell you what I do. I'm Doctor Creepy. I will. <laughs> I will write you a poem <laughs> about and your and send it to you five times and send you a lock of your own hair. Yes. Okay, I've never done that, but but you have thought of this. Yeah, if your uh, uh, hair has never been a thing for me, but <laughs> so you date a bald woman is what you're saying? Yeah, sure. There you go. As long as she can do a backflip in a snow. If she can do a backflip, uh, that was last episode, but. <laughs> But uh, I think anybody who's a little bit of a hopeless romantic has definitely done something creepy. Right. And um, So why do we judge people harshly when they become a creep? Because Cause you think it's going to be all the time? Yeah. I think because you're trying yeah. to shut down that behavior from them. Because you're like, this is well... So if they're attractive, it's welcome uh, for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, because it shows that they're... Uh, they're in, endearing, that they care, that they're putting time in, whatever. But if they're passionate. scared, or, or if you're scared of them, you want to shut it down as fast as possible. Um, but I, I would love to try to find the point where we can say it's, I, I don't know. I would love to say this is not creepy, it's sweet, or this is not creepy, it's, I don't know. I'd like the listener who's worried about being creepy or whatever. <laughs> If you're very comfortable in that zone. Yes. Yeah. Please maybe, reach out to us. Maybe you're like, look, I'm a four and I, <laughs> I don't know, out of five <laughs> is what I'm saying. I, uh... But I'm curious because this comes up at least sometimes in Latter-day Saint culture where we say we've prayed about our relationship. Yes. And yeah. I feel like this is heaven or this is a divine union mm-hmm. waiting to happen and she goes, I'm not there yet. But on, honestly, when you hit that point, you've either passed the line of creeper or you are dangerously close to it. I think you are. When I hear that, I am going to head for the hills because I believe you are a creeper <laughs> who is, unfortunately, you're crossing the line into manipulator. 
and I have, uh, mm. and and I'm very naive, unfortunately. And so when <laughs> I realize I'm getting manipulated, I get really angry quick because uh, it takes me a moment. I usually get manipulated a little bit, and then I go, "Hey!" <laughs> after I realize, hey, silly, silly manipulator, <laughs> you silly manipulator. I hate you so much. <laughs> so, so it's the manipulation that's bad. It's yeah, when you're yeah, trying, you're trying to coerce. Reverse affection. You're trying to get them to against their own free mm-hmm. will almost to to love you. Oh yeah, and and to me that's that's one of the things, in my opinion, that I would think God hates the most. If <laughs> you're like, your I'm going to use God as my manipulation tool. But <clears throat> is that a manipulation? Like by default, we should be praying about that. Oh, I know some people, men and women, who have used the line. Who sure, have told me flat out, they're like. It just seemed like the easier way to break up with them. Really? Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. I've I've had people say I've heard that as yeah. well. And huh. I could see people saying, "No, but it's true, but I did pray and I felt, you know, this yeah. way." You could say I feel this is a good thing, and if you do too, mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Then that's not a manipulation. Yeah. Cuz at that point you're just stating your side of it, but when you say but if you don't marry me, you're not faithful to God because yeah, yeah. this is yeah. revelation. That person is, unfortunately. That's creepy. That's crazy. So no, That's actually a really insightful thought, Steve, about the idea of are you sharing what you're doing to manipulate the other person? Mm-hmm. Then that's, that's what we might call creepy. That's creepy. That's the inappropriate creepy. Yeah. And I think the appropriate creepy that – and even if you're not attracted to the person. <laughs> yeah, there's people who are like, Steve, this is an that's insight. not a thing. You made something up. And that's quite possible. You tried to make yourself feel better. The, yeah. The appropriate creepy that I own, um, yeah, I think is is the one that's trying to whatever. You hey, know, let me just throw something sweet. out that's going to make me sound really old. If you have something profoundly affectionate to share, Mm -hmm. if you share it exclusively, your first time, whatever, in some type of electronic message, that's borderline creepy. And here's why. And that sounds like an old man, I know. But if you have something that you're that genuine about, if you feel that strongly and passionately about your love and affection for this person, it should be shared in person. So if you do it in a text or something... I find that almost to be manipulative mm-hmm. because you're placing the responsibility for interpreting mm-hmm. what you're saying on mm-hmm. them yeah. so that you can kind of almost be a victim if it didn't go over well. Yeah. So I, I personally think that eliminating that part helps reduce the possibility of creepy. Yeah. I don't know if there, if that resonates with you guys now, though. I totally agree because- or do I, I sound like I'm a 40-year-old? So much of what we are expressing is- So much is, older than us. <laughs> <laughs> You are years. <laughs> you are at literally least two years at older. least two years older than us. Gross. Which is a big difference. <laughs> it's a big difference. Creepy. <laughs> creepy old man. He is a creepy old I man. I lost that sage wisdom hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's so quick. Uh, I I totally agree because of uh, I'm I'm becoming less. Uh, a texter and more trying to do things in person Mm -hmm. because I realized one, how much of what we're saying is actually going to be said through body language yes, and tone of voice and all of these things that are speaking much, much louder than our words. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that 
can help soften or uh, empower a thing or, or or maybe you are a creep and it will be <laughs> much more visible in person. If you're holding them by the hand and won't let them go while you're saying it, kind of creepy. Yes. yes. <laughs> Forcing them to look in your eyes kind of situation. Don't look away. Don't. I'm right here. Well, and don't you think it's also a level of vulnerability that as soon as people get vulnerable, it sometimes can make people uncomfortable, therefore translating into creepiness where I don't know that it necessarily is. I think it's that, especially in the last few years, all of us have gotten so comfortable of kind of hiding behind our phones and social media presence and text messages that anyone being vulnerable and going out of their way kind of to get to know you sometimes can just be taken the wrong way. What if you were on a date and the guy said to you, will you let me know? I don't want to get to the point of creepy for you, Mm -hmm. but because I don't know where that is, will you let me know if I reach creepy? Or would that be like, now I'm super sensitive to you being creepy? Or is it, well, okay, that's nice to... I think it depends on the girl. I think the majority of women would look at that as a, okay, you're officially creepy then. Right. You've just declared that you're creepy. You've declared that you're creepy and I should be on the lookout for you being creepy. But it's also kind of the woman mentality of us wanting you to know what you're supposed to do without having us tell you. Oh my gosh, yes. I know. And it sucks. And we're fully aware of how crazy we're being. But (laughs) when the rarity happens and a guy does that thing, I mean, it's just like, oh, you make me feel so complete and so wonderful. And Because we've read your mind? No, because it's almost like that in, it's so hard to explain. It's almost like don't you love Your how they can't explain sense. it, oh, but they can't. expect us we to can't. understand it? It literally is just like <laughs> yeah. a feeling yeah. that you get, you know, that you did the thing that I wanted you to do and you didn't make a big deal out of it. Therefore, I now feel taken care of and loved. I know it doesn't make sense. Yeah, stop giving me the face, you guys. Stop <laughs> what, it. What face? We're just listening intently. <laughs> really? I, I, We're listening <laughs> intently. <laughs> Not thinking that you're crazy. I am aware (laughs) that we have unrealistic expectations. And I've really worked on it a lot. Like, I, because I've had a lot of guy friends, I have brothers, and I'm like, okay, we shouldn't expect this. But we also can't deny the fact that we get this rush of happiness when it does happen. So, (laughs) I think. I'm sorry. What you, I mean, when I go into a relationship, I'll try really hard to not have to do the mind reading Mm -hmm. thing. And be like, yeah, please tell me what you're thinking, feeling, et cetera. Yeah. And I'm desperate to know that so that I can fulfill those things. Mm-hmm. And and that's the only way that I'm ever going to be able to do what you perceive as the mind-reading magic. Is, is if you know what's on their mind, then you can fulfill those things. And then they might even forget that they told you, which sounds silly, mm-hmm. but it totally could happen. Um, and it's like, oh, yeah, he did X, Y, Z that I love. To Nick's point, though, about a guy saying, hey, warn me if I'm being too creepy. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, unfortunately, it's good that they're being open, but there's like, there's the right kind of vulnerability where you're not. It's it's sort of like the overshare when someone like stands up in sacrament meeting and they're like, oh. well, when I was an alcoholic and ran a brothel, <laughs> and you're like, uh, okay, uh, you know, it's there's that right balance of knowing when to s- not say something, mm-hmm. and so if you are aware that you are creepy, this is where I would use the injunction of 
being a man and and handling your your stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> because sometimes I think that be a man, the Steve. be a man thing <laughs> can be very vague and annoying. Yes. Because sure. we tend to give girls a lot of definition on girls, you are you are daughters of God and you are this, 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 and you're amazing. And these are the <laughs> things that you can hold as true values to you. And I think some of the reasons why we see men being creepy is because we don't give them as much definition where we go, be a man. And they're like, Right, I'm gonna bottle everything up and <laughs> shut them out. And I think, especially that, from farmers only, and that's farmers right. only, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's where we maybe get creepers. Yeah, that guy's that guy's ready to explode. Oh, that clown man. guy. For this sure. is so funny to me though, because you you guys automatically assume that the guys are the creepers. Like it seems like that's true. The conversation has evolved to when guys become yeah. creepers. Yeah. But women can be creepers too. Oh, hardcore. So I've had does my it look the days. same or does it look different? Like who's I think more... it's actually fairly similar. Is it? Yes. Do you think guys are more accepting of creepiness from women? Depending on how uh, hot they are. I pardon it pretty quick. And I shouldn't. But And that might just be me. I'm looking at my phone because there's someone who was creeping yesterday. Was um, it me? No, no. Crap. <laughs> It wasn't me. Um, yeah, I can't use this example because in case they... It's too personal. Listen, but but yeah, and I just don't... I think it's because I I, uh, I would love to figure out why. Why I let it get... Like there was you a point a where there thing. was a message where I had to go, okay, that's too far. Yeah. And I mean, I think if I was a woman, I would have been like, this is harassment. And I would have been upset. <laughs> Me too. Me too. And uh, I just didn't respond. And she's like, I'm sorry, I went too far. And I was like, yeah, you did. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. But you forgave her. Um, you pardoned yeah, her, Yeah, I did. Because it's like, I don't, I guess it's because I don't perceive her as a threat. Okay. And Like so, a physical stalker yeah. kind of threat. Yeah. Which is interesting because I think most men don't. But I think that women, we have the capability of going much more crazy. Like, maybe girls are going to hate me for this, but I know I've let my crazy side get out as a woman. And I think we're much more prone to the bunny boiling. That's a fatal the attraction what? reference for oh. anyone who doesn't know yeah, that. Yeah, don't know that one. Okay. <laughs> she, she gets obsessed with the guy that she had a one-night stand with and goes to his house with his wife and daughter who has a rabbit and she boils it on the stove oh. hi barbie likes weird movies yeah nice it's a classic so speaking of creeping yeah <laughs> but i i was gonna say like for me we talk about attractiveness as this kind of sliding scale sure i would say how desperate we are is part of the sliding scale Ooh, yeah because if i like when i was in high school i didn't date mm-hmm. maybe one or two people but when i and this is I don't want anybody that uh, I dated after my mission or anything to feel that I'm singling them out. But I I actually liked it when I got pursued mm-hmm. because it made me feel super attractive. Even if what they said was, I've been watching you for a long time and I've mm. been trying to get the courage up to, yeah. to ask you out. You know, to me, I was like, wow, she really likes me. But if I turned around and said that to a girl, I've been watching you for a long time, mm-hmm. trying to, it'd be like, oh, 
Where have you been watching? This is creepy. <laughs> uh-huh. So I, I think that it, it's not so even it's not. between men and women. And mm-hmm. I also think that it depends on how how desperate you are as to how romantic it can come across. And how how, we re- how you receive it. Absolutely. Yeah. There. So Is desperate the right word? Does that sound cruel? No, no. That's the right word. <laughs> well, we've all been desperate. <laughs> the honest desperate. Word. You know, yeah. whatever. It's fine. Um, in the research that I was doing last night... I came across this one guy who had written a blog post, and it was basically about what is the difference between romantic and creepy. And he even says in here, he says, if I'm asking you out on a first date and I'm very interested in you, why is it creepy if I ask your friend what are some of the things you what that you like so that I can surprise you? If you like Italian food, I would want to find out your favorite place or the place that makes the best of your favorite dish if possible. Many times what I think is going the extra mile is often viewed as going too far in some people's eyes. And so there, it's true. What is, what is the line? I think it's a matter of, is she interested in you back? Is it something that you both had crushes on each other for a while? But you know? see, even then you can destroy it. Absolutely. I, I, I will say that I had uh, a friend of mine who was interested in someone that I knew. Or mm-hmm. At least we were Facebook connected. Yeah. And started asking me, I want to ask this person out. What can you tell me that would help make it a better date? Mm-hmm. Doing some kind of market research, I yeah. don't know. And on one level, I would say, wow, that's pretty dedicated of you to try and find out this person's interests. Mm-hmm. On another, it was, dude, just be yourself. Don't make this a research project yeah. where you have to hit the nail on the head the very first date or your odds of, of being with this person are out the window. Mm-hmm. That's a really sensitive area that you shouldn't even start your relationship at. If it if your first date is hanging by a thread yeah. <laughs> before it even happens, <laughs> mm-hmm. then maybe you're not approaching it the right way. But mm-hmm. so I think even the the time that you're in the relationship, you can start out just fine and become creepy. Oh yeah. But you could also just Start out creepy. And a lot of that just has to do with, in my opinion, how validated you are. Or in other words, how desperate are you? Mm -hmm. But also... We'll also accept thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) I'm quite thirsty. Thirsty for love. (laughs) Thirsty for love. But at some point, it's there is... We have to admit there is no one answer. No. I mean, unless you bring a severed head to the date... (laughs) you you have a lot of room for for what's creepy. Well, and that's my big thing, kind of going back to what I very first said. Because I see I'm in the mid-single stuff, so 31 to 45, and I see a lot of guys who just aren't dating. And a lot of these guys, I've seen they're kind of just beat down. And I've seen that they're tired of getting rejected. They're tired of kind of you know, being labeled as creepy or whatever reason where they're actually just genuinely good guys who are trying to get to know people. And it really bothers me. Are they ugly? No. They're not like Brad Pitt, who is apparently. Who is. Who is the most beautiful man ever, ever made. But. (laughs) So tired of hearing that. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But um, it really bothers me because as soon as you start doing that, I mean, imagine a guy has asked or gone up and talked to somebody. Like I was telling Steve, one of my biggest pet peeves is I'll talk to these girls at a party and they'll be like, oh, don't talk to that guy over there. He's a total creeper. And I'm like, oh, what did he do? So he came up and tried to talk to me. And I'm like, okay, Mm, what did he try to talk to you about? Like, 
Was he just like, oh, your boobs are looking real pretty or something? Like, what's he doing? (laughs) And it literally was him just coming over and trying to start a conversation, but because she was not attracted to him or for whatever reason, she instantly labels him as creepy. And I don't think women realize how absolutely damaging that can be to men because we aren't putting ourselves out there on the line like this. Like, these guys are, like, I cannot even imagine how terrifying it would be to go to a party where you don't really know anybody and try to start talking to a woman that you're interested in, even just getting to know. Like, that's beyond being vulnerable. That just scares me even thinking about it. it well, can we can we say how, how, at least in the modern culture, some of this idea of, we joked a little, we're tongue-in-cheek with the Me Too thing. Mm-hmm. But that's become part of the dating world too, right? Oh, of, yeah. Of this guy, we are more sensitive to the possibility that this guy could be that guy that's a creep mm-hmm. and that can do some pretty significant damage. Yeah. So I, I think that it's just a really dangerous world right that right there. Mm-hmm. So maybe is is group dating the solution to creepiness? You know, I still think people, because I've done group dates and there's always one person in there that girls are like, he was kind of creepy. And that's what they kind of focused on rather mm-hmm. than even just their own date. But... I don't, I I do not have any answers. Wow, this is going to be a podcast of, man, you guys are screwed. That sucks. (laughs) Everybody's creepy. Just give up. Everybody's creepy. You're not going to win. So we talked about this a little bit the other day where there's a couple of types of manipulation. Mm -hmm. When they try to use pity as a manipulator. And that, I think, is one of the most annoying ones. But Um, see, when you talk about pity, because pity is one of those things that is a manipulation. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, even though a guy is creepy, if you give in to pity, mm-hmm. you can be feeding the creepiness. You could be almost giving your stamp of approval of this is yeah. the kind of relationship that we're giving. I'm not trying to blame anyone no. particularly, but it's to be more aware that if someone makes a pity play mm-hmm. and you validate it by biting, yeah. <laughs> if you will, taking yeah. that bait, you almost kind of open yourself up to having that person go creepy. You 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 yes. say our relationship can be based on you looking for pity and me giving it to you. Mm-hmm. And creepiness is like the ultimate pity play, right? I mean it's Oh yeah. It's I need you to need me <laughs> to the same crazy level that I love you. Mm-hmm. And or not even love, but just need like the the yeah. whole validation component. So yeah. I would say if someone just have your pity radar on because if they make a play for pity and you give into it, you're asking for creepiness. And I think it's healthy for for guys to to know that as well. Like, yeah. And yeah. I, I and I did it again. I accidentally said guys. For anybody who is concerned about ever being creepy, um, to know that pity can quickly sneak in and try to manipulate and even manipulate. You to manipulate whatever. Yeah. I'm gonna get oh, too get meta there, but um, but yeah, yeah. Don't use pity's a, a monster. And That's so actually really it. kind of profound that you guys bring that up. Look at Nick again with the sage wisdom. Whatever. Started with this guy, but because I've kind of sage never. Bounce. Yeah, sage bounce. <laughs> we we, we just know creepy really well. <laughs> we are so good at it. <laughs> but I think for everyone listening, that's kind of actually something really to think about is. Are you thinking he's creepy because of this, or is the pity factor in there? If the pity factor is in there, now I am now going to be very much aware of that because I very much give into the pity all the time. Wow. 
Well, but see, the thing is too, like with, with a guy coming and asking you for a date, asking for a date and you going is not an act of pity. Yes. I mean, unless, I don't know, there might be a circumstance where it's pity, but that might also be, you know, a very, very, very special circumstance. But just asking someone on a date should not be based on pity. Oh, that is so good. Okay. So, so if if there's pity in your response, then just say no. Yes. Yeah. That say, is so good. I, I think if I was to say yes, it would be an act of pity. You know, in yeah. your own head, I would I say that. Say, yeah, I'm maybe like, don't wow, say, no, no, say no, that to somebody. No, no, no. But in your own head, just say, I, I feel like saying yes would be an act of pity. So maybe that's not a good idea. Yeah. Okay. That has just made me and, 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 think. And it could just be that you need to change your mindset. Yeah. Right? It, it, there may not be anything wrong with that person that you need to feel pity towards them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they, they don't have to be the hunchback, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> See, that's another thing. We got to get into a whole other episode about how Disney movies have screwed up dating. <laughs> <laughs> Unrealistic expectations I blame on Disney. Anyway. Yeah. We will actually probably have to do one of those because <laughs> they really did shape a lot of us um so anybody that has been listening to this we want to hear your creepy crazy stories we would love to actually even just do an entire podcast where i just either read them or we will find out your stories and we will share them on the air if that's okay with you so if you want to send them to me right now what we have is email so it's going to be barbie does dating at gmail.com or you can send them to me on facebook if we're already friends and we will go from there. Thank you guys so much for such fascinating insights to this. And we will talk to you guys soon. Happy dating. Happy dating.